0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Progress. Okay, good morning friends, how are you? Agatavach, Shavuot Toiv. We have an amazing sugya today. And the Gemara in Samach uh, Tes discusses a Igeres Shleiman a friendly letter that Rav sent to Rebbe between the lines. So he would ask him, nu, What's new? What's new? How are things, Rebbe? How's your Mishnahis coming along? Um, are you comfortable writing it down, even though you know, you're know you not really right, right? Now, just think about it. Rav is talking to Rebbe. Rebbi's a Tana. Rav is an Amirah. But we know there's a general principle Rav Tanahu Palag. Rav is a Tana, but he could argue if need be. Um, and Rav is asking Rabbi, what would the Halacha be? Um, brothers that were Mashabed? We know a brother is responsible to uh, provide his sister with a dowry. But what if they sold the land, what if they gave the land as a mashgain? So basically Rabkhiya was sitting there and Rabkhiya says, uh, what's the navgamina? And um, So th- that's what Rabkhiya responded. Rabkhiya said I'm sorry. Rabkhiya was sitting there, he said, what's the case? Was it sold or was it uh, or was it a mashkain? To which Rabbi said there's no Nafkamina. Whether it was sold, or whether it was a mashkoin, we uh we take it out for a uh, dowry. Fine. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan disagreed with Rabbi. Rabbi said that we're moitzi for Parnassah and we're not moitzi for Mazaynois. Rabbi Yochanan says echadzeh ve echadzeh e'en Either way, whether it's for a dowry or whether it's for Mazainais, we do not take out of Nechasim Meshubadim, whether it was sold or whether it was a Mashkon. So Rabbi Yochanan clearly argued on Rabbi. Rabbi said there's a distinction between a um, Parnasa and Mazainais. For Parnasa, the halacha is we do take it out of Meshubadim, and for Mazainais, Ein le Lemazainais. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, either way Ein Maitziyan whether for Parnassah or whether for Mazinus. Sigmar has a question. Rabbi Yochanan is arguing with Rabbi, Did Rabbi Yochanan not hear what Rabbi said? And if he would have heard it, have a makabale, he would have deferred? Maybe he heard it, but he didn't agree with it. I wouldn't, it just occurred to me a new Mahalach in the sugya. Nobody says it, but you'll tell me what you think. Okay, that's the question of the Gemara. That Rabbi ruled that we do take Adam Nechas and shubadim for a dowry, and Rabbi Yochanan disagreed, and the Gemara is a Shailah. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees with Rabbi. Is it that Rabbi Yochanan didn't know what Rabbi said? Or is it he did, or, or maybe he, he knew and he didn't accept it? Did he not hear what Rabbi said? Did Rabbi Echanan not hear what Rabbi said? Or he heard and he disagrees? In other words, it seems like the Gemara is acknowledging the fact that Rabbi is greater than Rabbi Echanan. Rabbi was earlier. Rabbi was a Tana. Rabbi Echanan was an Amaira. Is it that Rebbe didn't know what Rabbi Echanan said? if he would have known, he would have deferred. Or he knows what he said and he disagreed. So really, like, you know, the obvious question is, what do you mean he knew and he disagreed? Isn't Rabbi Echanan an Amaira? And Rav... Um, and and Reb a Tana, I mean, I don't know if it says it anywhere, but an Amora could argue with the Tana. Is that is that possible? Can Amora argue with the Tana? So I'll tell you the truth. I remembered from somewhere that Rabbi Yochanan may have a different status. Rabbi Yochanan, here like this, who who does Rabbi Yochanan always argue with? He always argues with Rav. And by the way, when you have a machloikis, Rav and Rabbi Yerchanan, who do you Paskin like? You Paskin like Rabbi Yerchanan. Now, Rav is a tano and he could argue. Well, if Rav's a tano and he could argue with Tanoim, and Rabbi Echanan could argue with Rav, and when Rabbi Yerchanan argues with Rav, the halach is like Rabbi Yerchanan, then doesn't that mean Rabbi Yerchanan is also a tano? I mean, isn't that, isn't that elementary? Think about it. Rav tano upalag. And Rabbi Yerchanan always argues with Rav. And when Rabbi Yerchanan argues with Rav, we pasken like Rabbi Yochanan. So doesn't that mean Rabbi Yochanan is also Tano Palak? No? Does anyone have anything to say about that? I have. So the first thing I want you to do is, I didn't make this as one of the mice, but we need to review a Tosis on Davches. I mean, Posh, just from the Gemara, the Gemara says that the Rabbi Yochanan here were that he accepted. Yeah. Or the Gemara is that Rabbi Yochanan is allowed to argue with Rabbi Yeah, but the question is, how could he argue with Rabbi how, right? The Gemara should have said, "Did he hear what Rabbi said?" And if you heard what Rebbe said, then he has to of like Rebbe. The Gemara is saying, that, "Did he hear what Rebbe said?" And does he does he accept what Rebbe said? L'chayr pasht does that means that he's allowed to argue on Rebbe? Right. So, the Gemara is saying that. Did, did he accept what Rebbe said? What do you mean? Did he accept? He has to accept what Rebbe said. Well, right, that's that's what I asked, right? That was my question. You know, in other words, how, what's the Gemara? The Gemara says, "Did he hear it?" But what are the stadim? Is it that he didn't hear it, and that's how he argued, or he heard it and he didn't agree? So we asked, well, you know, what do you mean he didn't agree? Uh, he's an amora. An amair can argue with the Tana. So you say we see from this Gemara there's no such rule. So the first the thing the is Rabbi Yochanan has the ability to argue. Okay. May, or maybe only Rabbi Yochanan. So I, I want to remind you, So, so the, f- the first point I'm trying to make is, Rabbi Yochanan always argues with Rav. So doesn't that implicitly mean Rabbi Yochanan Tanu So if, if I could, I, I can't find my Ksubis, I only have like these four blot. But if you look on Dafches, look Toysis, Dafches and Ksubis. Bottom Toysis, Rav Tanu The Gemara asks a question on Rav, and the Gemara says, Rav Tanu Apalek. Then the Gemara asks a question on Rabbi Yochanan. And the Gemara does not say, Rav Tanu Apalek. So the Gemara says, so Toysus says, that means Rabbi Yochanan is not a Tanu Apalek. Yeah, that's Mavur and Ksu That Rabbi is not a Tana. But then Toysus is bothered, so how does Rabbi Yochanan argue on Rav? So Toysis, says, because Rabbi Yochanan holds, Rav is not a Tana. <laughs> Rav held he was a Tana. But Rabbi Yochanan, who argued on Rav, he, he held Rav wasn't a Tana. Not like I'm saying that, oh, it must be if Rabbi Yochanan is arguing with Rav, Rabbi Yochanan is also Tano Tana Now No, if Rabbi Yochanan is arguing with Rav, it's because Rabbi Yochanan holds Rav is not a Tana. Okay, so that's the first Maramaka. Toysus and Ksubistav Ches. Where... Taisut says Rabbi Yochanan is absolutely not a Tana. And how could he argue with Rabbi Yochanan? How could he argue with Rav? Because he holds Rav is not a Tana. But if Rav was a Tana, Rabbi Yochanan can argue with him. That's why our question seems to be so strong. So what's our Gemara talking about? Did Rabbi Yochanan hear what Rabbi said? Or did he not hear? Or he heard and he didn't accept? What do you mean he heard and he didn't accept? But... Yeah, An Ammirah cannot argue with a Tana. Okay, so let's start with Rabbi Yosef Engel. Rabbi Yosef Engel links Subis on the page on the words Oy Dilma Shmiele Vlema Kabale Nichta Bitsidaik Tzas Kasha De Eich Yucha Rabbi Yuchanan Lachlaik Al Tana. Ha Rabbi Yuchanan Lohaya Tana. Rabbi Yuchanan was not a Tana. Kemavur L'El Dab Ches Amid Aleph. De Ramaska Rab Okay? I thought of a, an approach over here. I'm want. i want, I'm curious what you'll say. I'm, I, I almost can't restrain myself, and. Uh, I'm, but I'm going to. I'm going to save it till the end. And I think it's a good approach, and I'm sort of wondering why nobody says it. Okay, so that's the kasha. How Rabbi Khan we already know, is not etana. So how could he argue on Rabbi? Comes the Yad Malachi. The Yad Malachi is... So, uh, a very interesting Mara Makayim. It's so interesting, and I'm very happy I saw it late last night. I'll tell you why. Because many years ago, I unknowingly was at the kever of the Yad Malachi. It was written by Ramalachi, Hakoyen of Italy, published in 1767. We were in LaVarno many years ago, and I went to the Yad Malachi's kever. I didn't know he was buried there. He's buried right next to Rabbi Yosef Ergaz, I didn't re- even realize Rabbi Yosavir was buried there. So we're going back there in a few weeks. And hopefully you'll come with us. So now making a plug. Maybe you want to join us at the end of February. We're going to at least a good dozen Kvarim of Achroinim and Mekubalim. Lo Ye'uman Ki Really amazing. By the way, the Yad Malachi is buried right near where the Chida was originally buried. And he wrote a sefer three volumes on Kloli Hashas. Oh, why am I not putting up the Marmakomis? I'm sorry. Okay, so here's the here's a Gilyani Hashas where he asks, "Rabbiachalach like al tana ha um harabiyachen lo havatana." Okay, comes the Yad Malachi, and he says, "Ibra shematzasi Mari ben Leiv." Shabish Lukadushinda Vavam Kasav The Rabyoikan Tanahu Palak. The Mari Ben lev says that it's Pashat, that Rabyokan was also Tanahu Palag. I don't know why, and I'm not remembering clearly. I have in my head that somewhere it's Mavur that we say Yochanan, Tanahu Tanahupalag. I can't remember where maybe somewhere in Kedushin. I see in the footnote here, he brings the Atzimah, Yosef on Tessa Amar Be'ez, says, We only say, Raviyah Chantanu Apaleg, B'Shats Hadchak V'chein Matzasi Oid L'Mari Korkas, Reish Paragimel Mahilchas Matnas Aniyam, Ben Sada Yistei Yehoshua Yushalmi, Parakamad Adik Subas, Olar Pri Chadash. V'li ham, uh, Hamach, Ma'oyer Om Kumach Dma Yad Mayrachi. I don't know where the Mari Ben Lai got this from, that you could say a Rabbiakran Tano Palak. Kivan Remez Mizeb Khalashas. There is no hint of this in the whole Shas. The Adirabah, Hippoch Devrayam Muchach, Mehanusub, the Pakmuravash of Isil There are many Gemarz that are muchach, the Ferosh, that Rabbiaklam is not a Tana. One of them is like Toysis proves on Dafchas that the Gemara, when asks on Rav, says, Rav Tano palek. and when the Gemara asks on Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara does not say, Rabbi Yochanan Tano palek. The Rashva asks the same question, V'oid Tama, this is Shavu Satshubas HaRashva, Simen Shin Petas, Rabbi Yochanan Al Tana L'ay Allah Alev Ish it never entered anyone's mind that Rabbi Yochanan will argue on Atana, so first, the Raja tries as follows. Maybe the Gemara is asking, did Rabbi Yochanan not hear Rabbi? Or did he hear what Rabbi say, but he didn't accept it because maybe he has a different b'raisa that argues on it. The Dilma Rabbi Yochanan b'raisa is another one. Sheh Toilat Tamash from Gamliyah de gufa levad v'loyem This is a different sugya. Maybe Rabbi Yochanan found a different brysa. Not like that. And says the Raja, I'll bring a proof to, and support this type of approach. Because we find by Rabbi Yochanan himself in Ksubis. Where Rabbi Chia said, le parnas, le And Rabbi Yochanan argued. And the Gemara has the possibility that Rabbi Yochanan argues on Rabbi. Rabbi Kiva Eiger. Okay, this one didn't come out great. Rabbi Kiva Eiger has a similar type of approach. Rabbi Kiva Eiger says after <laughs> tana We don't find any tana argues on Rabbi. It's interesting how he words this. It almost sounds like Rabbi Yochanan could argue on a tana, but Rabbi Yochanan would never argue on Rabbi. You know, that we're not gonna. That we don't. That we wouldn't say. So says Rabbi, um, Rabbi Kiveger, Maybe this Machlokas is dependent on a different Machlokas. I don't know what Rabbi Kiveger means. But Rabbi Kiveger is saying the way out of this problem is to make... The machloikis, Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan, dependent on a different machloikis tanoan. And it's not that Rabbi Yochanan argues on Rabbi; it's Rabbi Yochanan holds of a different tana regarding a different machloikis. Okay. Rabbi said, fasten your seatbelts. If you came just for this, it was worth the price of admission. We all grew up learning, and Amoira can't argue on a tana. Is that true? Can a, a rishon argue on a gemara? Is this like exera sakasov? Where does this come from? Now, the Rambam says in Hilchis Mamrim, Perek Beis, Halacha Beis, that if bezin is goyzer exera or made a takana, and K'la Yisrael accepted. And practice it. And then another bezin gets up and they want to be mavatalit and oikarit. They can't unless it's god of imanabachachma of a minyan. However, says the Ramban, bezin and halacha aleph. Bezin god of shadarshu ba'achsin amidis kafima shener bainam shahadin kachvadin Let's say bezin paskin a halacha. Va'omar achrayam bezin achar. And another bezin after them gets up. Venir loy tam achar listar ayisai basically Bezdin, Poskins, that you're allowed to use electricity on Yom Tif. did you know that originally when electricity came out many Poskins said you could use electricity on Yom Tif? and then later they looked into it more and they said what? no way so is that a problem? Because why don't we say The answer is no such halacha That's only a takona or a gezerah. But Stam, if a bezin paskins one way The next bezin could paskin differently Even if they're not greater Everyone should, should do what they, what they see fit I saw last night They have a contrast of From Rabbi Sher-wise. Somebody asked him why Rabbi Asher always argues on, or um, frequently has the courage to argue on Achroinim. and he says, "Kachi darke Everybody, every Chacham has to do the way they see fit if they're a, uh, if they're qualified to be a Tamil Chacham. So there's no prohibition that a later generation can argue with an earlier generation. No such thing. Even there's no. The Rambam writes openly. Every bezin should do what they see fit. So the, <laughs> the uh, there's an amazing Kesef Mishnah. Again, the Kesef Mishnah was written by the, the Beis Yosef. This is Beis Yosef's commentary on the Rambam. Beis Yosef, going on Halacha uh, Aleph, uh, says the Rambam got this from the fact that we find that later Tanoam argue on earlier Tanoam. Later Amoram argue on, on earlier Amoram. And they do not have to be better a greater bechachm of a mingan. V'im taimar as the kess of mishnah. Im ken amay loy pligi amaroyat tanoi. If this rule is true, that a later bezin could argue on an earlier bezin, then why can't amaroyim argue on tanoim? Da habechol duchda makshinan. La We always challenge Amoram from Mishnah Mishnayis, You hear the question? Question is if, there, if there's no rule that a later Bezin can't argue on an earlier Bezin, then why can't an Amoram argue on a Tana? And we always challenge Amoram from Mishnayis or Brises. But that sh- this this restriction that an Amoram can't argue on a Tana should only be for a Takana or a Gezeira. Where we apply the rule, in Bez en the very Bez en Elam God of Men of of But when it comes to regular halacha, where a later authority could disagree with an earlier authority, so then an Amayrush should be able to argue on a Tana. The Beis Yosef says a Chidash Nifla. The Beis the Beis Yosef says it's Tarch right? And the only way out is the tzach leimer. I know the amukhi tana. The amor has say I hold like the other tana. Vim lo yoim arken kashale ukfi kafid divrei rabbinim. According to the rambam, it's just Nasunulam Lach like other tana. The permission is granted to argue on a tana. So the beis yosef says an uh, interesting thing. The efshe loimar shamiyom chasimah sa mishna. It's possible to say that from the day the mishna was sealed. They accepted upon themselves that the later generations would not argue on the earlier generations. They had a convention and they gathered together and they accepted upon themselves that from the close of the Mishnah, sealed book, there's no more arguing. Likewise, says the Kassif Mishnah, they likewise did so when the Gemara was sealed. shenechdama. <speaking in Hebrew> the day the Gemara was sealed, Shemadam <speaking in Hebrew> Nobody has permission to disagree with the Gemara. So you know, there's a question here because um well, really? When was this convention? I, I, You know, I didn't get the invitation. There was such a historical event. They rented out Madison Square Garden and they, uh, they announced on the uh, public a public service announcement. We're sealing the Mishnah. From now on, nobody's allowed to argue. I mean, do, do we have a record of that that ever took place? Do we have a record that when the Gemara was sealed, they gathered together, met Life Stadium, they said, from now on, nobody's arguing what it says here? But the Kesef Mishnah says, I mean, he can't mean that they actually gather together. But there seems to have been some kind of maybe unspoken consensus that they're just the book is sealed. You can't argue anymore. Rebel Chanon wants to know what exactly does this mean? He says, "V'tzorch lahavin <laughs> kabalazu mativa uva ma What exactly is this tradition? What is its nature? What, what is its power? Why can't we argue on this tradition and say, okay, that's nice. Why can't the Amaira say, that's nice that you think that there was a convention? Well, I wasn't invited to that convention, so I would like to argue on the Tana. Why is that not debatable? Meaning the same way, if there wasn't such a convention, an Amaira could argue on the Tana. Now that there was a convention, why can't the Amora say, I disagree with that conclusion? So he says that, no, the question of the Keseb Mishnah is not a question. Because the sealing of the Mishnah was, Gamken beKibots Kol Chach Me Yisrael was with, with the convocation, the gathering of all the sages, or most of them, Ashalohena HaKoyach Shal ha-gadol. They had the Koyach HaGadol. The Somehow when the Mishnah was sealed and all the sages got together, that had the status of Bezenagadah. So you need another bezinagadol to argue on that. I'm not sure because the Rambam does not say that if bezinagadol makes a ruling that you need another bezinagadol to uproot him. He says it could be the It could be when they sealed the Gemara. Which was a Bezanagodo, that Bezanagodo could have argued on the Bezanagodo that sealed the Mishnah. <speaking in Hebrew> Between the sealing of the Gemara and the Mishnah, <speaking in Hebrew> you never had all the rabbis gathered together, and therefore they can't argue on the Mishnah. So the way Rabbi Hanan grips this, The way Re- Rebbe Chanon understands the phenomenon, he seems to be arguing on the Kesef Mishnah, is that if there's a consensus of the majority of the Chachamim, that's not something that a regular Bezdin could argue on, that you need a, another bezin Haggadah. So in the times of the sealing of the Mishnah, that had the status of a Bezden HaGadon. The times of the sealing of the Gemara, that has the status of the bezen HaGadon. And that's untouchable. Now it could be the Chachamim who sealed the Gemara could have argued on the Chachamim who sealed the Mishnah. Maybe they they didn't. But... Rabbi Hanan is learning that the consensus of the rabbis who got together had the status of a Bezen Haggadah. As opposed to what the Kets of Mishnah is saying, is that when they sealed the Mishnah, Klal Yisrael were Mekayim and mekabel upon themselves not to argue. But B'Chan is saying it's not that the Jewish people accepted not to argue, it's that the, the decision to seal it was a decision of a Bezen Haggadah, and that's not arguable with. The bottom line is, there is a phenomenon, seemingly, that an Amora can't argue with the Tana. But why? Because the Mishnah says, that's what Klal Yisrael accepted upon themselves. When? When the Mishnah was sealed. Rav Chanan says, not that Klal Yisrael was makabal upon themselves, but the sealing was done with the majority of the sages, so it has the status of Bezden HaGadol. Either way... Our, our sugya does not present the question at all, L'Chairah. Why? Let's take a look at Rabbeinu Yoyna. Rabbeinu Yana says that the reason, <laughs> this idea that Namorah can't argue on Atana look at this, you're not going to believe it. He says, <speaking in Hebrew> It's only if it was codified in a Mishnah or a Brisa. But the ruling of Rebbe was never codified in a Mishnah or a Brisa. It was in a personal letter. That which an Amorah can't argue on Tana, It's not that an Amayra doesn't have the power to argue on Tana. Yeah, he does. The Rambam says, every rabbi should do what, what the way he sees it. He's not, he's not subject to, well... Uh, last generation, a different rabbi saw things differently and he's greater than you. Okay, but I'm not him. I don't see it that way. There's no halacha that you can't argue with somebody who's greater than you. There's no. Sin- it's that the sealing of the Mishnah or the Gemara is untouchable. Yeah, but that's only if it's sealed in the Mishnah. It's not that a moro doesn't have the kayak to argue on a tana. It's that... Once it's sealed and codified in the Mishnah, you can't argue with it. But Rebbe didn't offer an opinion in a Mishnah. The Gemara said, Tala le Rav benichiti. He wrote him a personal letter. He says, Aleichem, how are things doing? How's your shul doing? How's your first cousin? By the way, I have the following halachet question. And Rebbe answered. So it's a personal correspondence. There's no... Di- so then... It's the, the, the question doesn't begin. That's what I... I mean, that's what it comes out, right? In other words, the whole concept, the whole phenomenon, the whole thing that we have in our head, and Amorah can't argue time, it's not true. It's not that Amorah doesn't have the k'ayach, it's something to do with the s'simas had mishnah of the Talmud. But this wasn't soisim in the Mishnah of the Talmud. Okay? So that's the first thing. Ali Yusra says it only applies to something in the Mishnah and the Gemara. The Mishnah and the... Yeah... And, uh, Mamela, this would answer our question very simply. Now, Rabbi Chanan says, in Baba Basra, on Rav Tanu he quotes Toisis, that Toisis holds Rabbi Echanan, argues on the principle of Rav Tanu Palag. And when there's a is Rav and Rabbi, Lach, Rabbi that means Rabbi Echanan holds Rav is not a Tana. So, if Rabbi Yochanan holds Rav is not a Tana, the question is, in Baba Basra, we pass him like Rav against the Mishnah, but how could that be? But Rabbi Yochanan holds Rav is not a Tana. And if Rav is not a Tana, he couldn't argue in the first place. You hear the question? In Baba Basra, Kuf'ayin, Rav argues on the Mishnah, we pass him like Rav. But but wait a second, but we pass him like Rabbi Yochanan that Rav's not a Tana. So, Rabbi Yochanan said he met Rabbi Chaim Brisker. And he asked Chaim how can we pask like Rab against the Mishnah if we pask like Rabbiakan that Rab's not a tana? Says, Rab Chaim atana? Says Rabchayim Viheshiv de Ba MS Gam like The truth is an Amira has the kah to argue on Atana. I we ask questions from a tana to an Amoira Listen carefully. Says, Reb, Chana, Reb Chaim, the reason we ask questions from Atana onto an Amayra is not because an Amira can't argue on Atana, it's because an Amayra presumably would not argue on Atana. But if we knew that he did, so then he did. And it could be he's right, and it could be that Allah is like him. So Rabbi Hanan uh, says, he asked Rabbi Chaim, Rabbi Chaim said a bigger question, a bigger chidush. Not not only like Rabbi Yoina, that the din, Rabbi Noyoyna says, if it's not a Mishnah or in a Gemara, an Amorah could argue on a Tana. Rabbi Chaim says, even if it isn't a Mishnah, an Amorah could argue on a Tana. But we just assume, in general, that he wouldn't. It's very difficult to say this because there's so many Gemaras that it brings and it brings the support to an amira from a Mishnah. What's the question? Maybe the amira knew the Mishnah and he argued on it. But that's Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim says even if it's codified. So coming back to sugya, when the Gemara asked did Rabbi Yochanan not hear Rebbe? Or he heard and he argued. So according to Rabbeinu it's very simple. He maybe he heard, and how could he argue? Because it was never codified in the Mishnah, and therefore there's no din. You can't argue on it. I, I want to throw in one more factor. And I think it's pretty solid. Not sure why it's not mentioned. Like this. Maybe it doesn't have to be in a Mishnah or a Gemara. But there's a Gemara in Harius. The Gemara in Haryas says, if you hear somebody give a shir, and in the shir he says a halacha, you don't have to listen to it. Uh, excuse me. If You hear somebody give a shir, and in the share he says halacha, and you follow it, and the maggot shir was wrong, you're considered amazed for listening to it. Why? You can't pask based on something you heard in the shir. He's, he's just, We're learning. We're learning. So it come up, came up, and and the the person who was giving the share, that's what he thought the halacha was, but it's not like... You know, he did special research and he gave a definitive sock. It just came up. What if you ask um, a question? You're talking to a Rav and you say, You know, I was wondering what's the halacha? And he tells you halacha and you follow it, and the rabbi was wrong, you're amazed. You're just talking and learning. You have to go over to the Rav and say, By the way, you have to go and say, It's on me right now. I want to know what should I do. Ah, oh, you want to know it? Let me look it up. Let me give you a responsible answer. This whole sugya, Rebbe never issued a psak. Rav wrote him a friendly letter. Rav wrote him an email. You know, what's going on? Hey, man. He didn't ask for an official psak. And Rebbe told him in the middle of the letter, by the way, this is halacha. Not like he wrote an official tshuva on the subject. So now what? Rabbi Yochanan can't argue on that? Maybe really uh, Amora cannot argue on a Tana whether it's in a Mishnah or if you ask a Tana an opinion, you can't argue on a Tana. But this was just something that Tana said, Agav in a letter. So now we don't even know if this is what Rabbi holds himself. I mean the Rabbi issued an official psaq over here? It was Talalei Rav L'Rebi, Be'ni Chiti. So maybe then, that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara wants to know, did Rabbi Yechen, um not hear it? And if he would have heard that Atana said something, even in a letter, he would have deferred? Or maybe he heard it, but he didn't accept it. He has to accept something Atana says in a letter of Baini Chiti that Rav wrote to him? Maybe he's not Meshubit uh, to such a thing. You know what I'm saying? In other words, mo- the Achroinim over here are taking the angle that maybe that since it's not codified, he's not Meshubit to it. But it's, it's less than not codified. It's not even a, given as a definitive psaig. This, this happened in a friendly conversation. Even though, you know, the toysis on the umad is a little bit not like this. Jesus says that you could be medayek what a Chacham holds from the fact that if two people are having a conversation and um, in Bezden and somebody in Bezden says, well, I would do X, Y, and Z if the Chacham, if the Dayan doesn't speak out against it, that means um, he holds it's okay. So that, that sort of implies that you could infer the real definitive Shita of an Amayra by his lack of protesting against one of the Balai But on the other hand, there is such a principle that a psak is not definitive unless it's asked as like sort of a relevant Halachalamaisa. Okay Rabbi Say, these are some uh, thoughts on the Inyan of... There's, it's, a, it's a pretty vast sugya, if I'm not mistaken. There's more to it, but this is just the taste. But it does seem like Toysos' eshit Isra Israel is not a tana. Although the Yad Malachi quotes the Ma'ri Ben Lev that says that maybe Rabbi Yochanan, we would apply a Rabbi Yochanan Tanu Apalach. Have a good day everyone. Right. Recording stopped. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.